Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Recorded live. Hello, Sarah. Hi, Sarah. Hi. I'm glad to see everyone's on the call. It's wonderful when I log in and see lots of chatting on, <laughs> online. Um so tonight we're having a call where it's really just checking in with each other and seeing how things are going. Similar to the last call, I feel like we were able to do that too. And then the next one is going to be a recorded one, so we won't have time to chat. Um, so I'd like to just go around and check in with you guys and see how everyone is feeling and what progress you've made since we all connected last month um, or what challenges you have, so both celebrations and challenges. And then I also just want oh, – Bless you. I also just wanted to give um, a shout out to our event planner. Is she with us, Sophie? Oh. Hi, I'm here. I was just on mute. I had to unmute oh, okay. myself. I was going to say, oops, maybe I spoke too soon. <laughs> um, for those of you who haven't seen yet, Sophie is um, planning a really great event for us coming up in October called um, Thriving Together Under Our One Doula Initiative, which is open to all doulas, um, not just DTI doulas, but I know that a lot of DTI doulas will be joining us, and um, myself and MA and Gina will all be there too together. It's probably the next time that the three of us will see each other, so looking forward to that and building out um, the retreat, and hopefully it'll be something we do every year. So thank you, Sophie. Did you have anything you wanted to add to that? Um, I would love for people to come. <laughs> We're definitely getting some sign-ups already, but I think, you know, the like the best marketing we can have is, uh, you know, people choosing to come and asking their friends to come with them. So on that note, I'm going, and I want you all to come too. <laughs> Yay. Yeah, and please spread the word to other non-DTI doulas because um, – that's who our audience is, but we wanted to, we wanted to make it for everyone. So, yeah, definitely with marketing, um, let us know if you can help or just you know share our stuff online so we can make sure it's something we can do every year and not just this one. All right, so um, who is with us? I don't have everyone's name. Some of you are just logged in as like Coastal California, so I will let you guys jump in and start. Is there someone who wants to share first? Maybe Molly, since you have to sign off early. I don't think Molly has signed on yet. Okay. So um, who is happy to jump in and start for us tonight? I can. It's Dana. It's no Hi, else. Dana. Hi. How are you? Hi, I'm Molly. Doing well. Oh, there's Molly. I'm... Let's let Molly go. Hello? Molly? Yes. Hi. We were going to give you the opportunity to go first because I know you have to sign off early, and then Dana was going to go. So, um, do you want to do you want to actually chime in first and do a check in and let us know how you're doing and what's coming up for you? Uh, sure. Yes. <laughs> um. So, just in general, how how things are going? Yeah, with work, and have you been booking clients and? What kind of challenges have you been coming up against or what celebrations can you share? Well, I had my first home birth water birth, which was amazing. So that was a pretty big thing I was, that was lovely, and it was a big celebration, I thought. Great. Yeah, that was really fantastic. And um, I've had about five births in the last month and a half, which was really fun. And um, postpartum, I've been doing pretty well. I have... One postpartum client now, and I have two upcoming births. And so, yeah, things are going well. Things are going well. I've, um, the summer isn't as busy as I had hoped, but um, at the same time, I don't really, I'm not too upset about it because 
you know, my kids are off school, so it's, uh, um, you know, it's, you know, and things come in waves. So I think it's pretty good right now. I am, you know, no complaints. I've been pretty excited and happy. So Great. Good. And um, your home birth that you went to, do you mind us asking uh, who the home birth midwife was? Yeah, it was Leah Ritter. Oh, okay. She's new, Um, meaning not new to our community. She was a doula for a long time, but, you know, she just became a a practicing midwife on her own and then was out out of state for a little while at a birthing center and then came back and joined our community again. So it's great to hear that she's out attending births. Yeah, and and she just has a really great presence. Uh, The client actually um, hemorrhaged, but, you know, it was... So not, you know, not too bad, but uh, when the placenta came out, it was like a big chunk of, you know, blood just came out. And, Mm -hmm. you know, Leah never, it was never, uh, like, I wouldn't have known that that wasn't normal, really. Like, I mean, hadn't seen that, but it wasn't because she was just so calm and easy about it that it was never a problem. And it was just, she was very, she was very good, very, very good, calming and confident, so... That was, she was and wonderful. Did she um, end up giving the client Pitocin? Yes. Like a shot yes. of Pitocin, yeah. A shot of Pitocin to the thigh, yeah. Yeah, um, it's great and, to um, yeah, but, share that so that everyone yeah. knows that, you know, at a home birth, we the midwives still carry Pitocin, and should there be a hemorrhage, then Pitocin is usually administered in the thigh. And what that does is it starts just clamping down the uterus so that the hemorrhage um, hopefully will stop. And then they also have backup medicines, um, usually Cytotec or Cervidil as well, if if that doesn't work. Yeah. Um, yeah, and so um, the client didn't actually even know that she'd hemorrhaged. I mean, it was just so calmly and, you know, efficiently handled that. So it, um, it was, she, she did a really nice job. She was Great. really good. And there was a water birth, which was really, really, cool to see that, you know, the baby's head came out and it was like just sitting there with the head out for like, you know, three minutes maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, full head of red hair, bright red mm-hmm. hair. <laughs> cool. um, so, yeah, that was a, it was really, really amazing. So I've been wanting to attend a home birth for a while. So really enjoyed that. And did the client um, book you in a normal manner, or were you seeking out a home birth and you found them, or how did that happen? Um, I found, I was actually, she was a client through Pro Bono, uh, Doulas of Marin. Okay. Um, and she was actually started out um, with a, she was going to have a hospital birth, um, but she decided about a month and a half before her due date to that she wanted to have a home birth, and um, so that she changed, and yeah, so that's how, and I wasn't originally her doula, but the doula she had um, couldn't ha- couldn't do the birth, so I took on the birth about two and a half months prior to her due date. Okay, interesting. Mm-hmm. That's great to mm-hmm. hear, too, because I didn't know that... Um... I mean, it makes sense that pro bono doula group would go to home births, but for some reason I've never heard that before. Um, so it's great to know that that's also a possibility. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I just don't think a lot of um, of the moms are doing home births, and you know, Leah had to agree to do take a a sliding scale, obviously, right. toward it. So yeah, yeah, so it was great. Really okay. good. And do you have any questions for this evening, either to me or to the group? Um, I know I do. I know I do. I'm just. I just came running home from a postpartum visit client, and uh, you know everything's. You know, it's just the postpartum's still very new, and I'm enjoying it a lot. Um, but it's, I guess. I get, I mean, there's a lot of questions. I have questions about, you know, certain stages of, you know, when of the feeding, you know, breastfeeding and sleeping, 
but you know, I'm doing a lot of reading on that, and I think mm-hmm. that there's a lot of questions that I have that I that I don't have clear enough to ask in this situation. Because I know there's a lot of gals out there, you know, and we all have to share. Um, but um, I feel like it's been good trying to helping like this client get her child um, kind of on a you know nursing on a uh, schedule but not rigid, you know, but because she was nursing like every 45 minutes to an hour. <laughs> and um, it's just helpful to, for her sanity. But um, I do have questions around, you know, just as the developmental and, and learning how to, you know, all that. But I can, unfortunately, I'm babbling. Um. <laughs> no, but if you have one specific question, we could all try to chime in. Okay. Um, let me think. It sounds like maybe like just how to manage helping a mom find a schedule. Yeah, I mean, so, you know, for example, with this mom, you know, every time the baby fussed, she was nursing or the dad was giving it a bottle and, and the baby was sucking it down. And that could be like four ounces and the baby's like four weeks old. Um, mm-hmm. and so they were, so we talked about just setting up good habits, you know, so a good habit would be maybe the baby just needs to, to have a fuss. Um, but when, when would a baby actually, like, it doesn't seem quite like I've been doing postpartum and a four week old baby isn't usually guzzling down five to six ounces in a bottle in one sitting. Um, when is a would it be normal for say or on the average when does a baby take five to six ounces in one shot? Right, so five to six ounces, you guys, is a lot of milk, um, and of course well, every baby kind of gets there at some point and at different times, so it's not easy to say exactly when, but in those first six weeks, babies are taking just like a few ounces at a time. It could be anywhere from one to three ounces, um, especially if the baby's going to the breast every, you know, 45 minutes, um, which is normal in the beginning. Uh, mm-hmm. It would be much, much less, um, but it will build up her supply really well if, if the baby's going often to the breast. So um, I think, I think your your thought process is correct that it's probably too much and sometimes parents do tend to overfeed especially with a bottle. You know, the baby has a lot more control at the breast. Um and so when we give the bottle, they do tend to suck it down really fast and then sometimes have some acid like reflux or just tummy issues after cuz they're kind of, you know, uncomfortable. Right. Um, this baby was having no problem with the five, five ounces. Um, but what I was just thinking is that they were saying, you no, know, you know, the baby wasn't learning to self-soothe at all. You know, any time uh, it even squeaked or, you know, they were picking it up and either breast was in mouth or or they were giving it a big bottle. So, mm-hmm. you know, but what I've done, and then maybe you can chime in and let me know if this is the right answer is we're trying to get the baby on kind of like a feeding schedule. Like we started at, you know, going to an hour and a half, I mean, an hour and 45 minutes um, between feedings. And now they're up to two hours and 15 minutes. So if the baby wakes up before that and is just fussing, then the baby's fussing and it might not be hungry. And so they need to learn how to soothe the baby and help the baby self-soothe. Well, I would check in. I would check in with first what their goals are because, you know, there's different philosophies. Do babies really need to learn how to self-soothe that young? I don't know. Um, Some parents aren't comfortable with that. Some parents want to make sure that they're doing attachment parenting and they're holding skin to skin and rocking and walking and that's like their way. Other parents feel really strongly about starting the self-soothing earlier and, you know, dictating a schedule and withholding feedings um, to kind of get that schedule going. So I would really be sure that they think that the baby needs to self-soothe this early. First. Yeah, I mean, and when I say self-soothe, it's like the baby's not crying. You know, it's like it's mm-hmm. more, um, you know, putting, you know, if 
they still co-sleep with the baby, and but it's more like instead of using the breast or the bottle as a pacifier, she was basically using herself as a pacifier. But I definitely am trying to listen to, you know, what they need. And she has to go back to work, so mm-hmm. I don't yeah. know. But Has she, be- though, said to you that I don't want to use, I don't want to be a pacifier for the baby? That's my biggest concern. Um, no, she's basically just like she needs to, you know, trying to be not, you know, have a little bit of time when she's not just, just with, you know, the baby and attached to the baby all the time. You know, she's mm-hmm. looking to start having a little bit of, you know, like no problem. She loves being a mom and that's all part, but having some time where she's not just, you know, attached to the baby, you know, she mm-hmm. can go walk into the kitchen and make herself a sandwich kind of a mm-hmm. thing. Right. So then maybe you could ask her, do you want me to help you learn different ways of soothing the baby? Yeah. You know, and then she might say, yeah, that would be great. And you could talk about, you know, wearing the baby and moving or the swing or swaddling or bouncing on the ball or, you know, the million things there are out there, right? All different ways that you can soothe the baby. Um, and then you can also talk about letting the baby fuss a little bit and see if maybe the baby goes back to sleep rather than picking the baby up right away and, like, see how all of those different things feel. But she may also say, no, I like soothing my baby the way I'm doing it. Oh, yeah. No, I felt that out for sure. I wasn't yeah. going it into a uh, this is what we're doing kind of right, campaign right. at all. No, we had... We had a long conversation before we, and I sat with her for an afternoon and just kind of watched what they were doing and talked with her before I made any suggestions at all. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, right. And so I did try because, you know, it is their child. I and <laughs> I'm not. I don't want. I'm not going to put my what I want on them. Right. So right. I did really did try to listen. Um, so great. Good. Um, it's hard. The husband really can't stand uh, the baby fussing in any way, shape, or form. Right. So, <laughs> but it's fine. You know, they, they deal and they're doing well. Um, I was just, um, I guess that was like one question that came to mind. And Great. Great question. Okay. Thank you, Molly. Um, Dana, do you want to go ahead and fill us in since we kind of cut you off there? Sorry. And No, you didn't cut me off. No, 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 girl. You're fine. You have to go. Or five minutes ago. Um, so <laughs> nothing, nothing too crazy for me. It's it's been a tough like limbo transition. So I have I've been officially done nannying for a month now, and I have money saved through October for mm-hmm. living and rent and all of those things combined. Um, I had been struggling for a while about feeling like I had a community down here um, because I just up until Saturday like knew didn't know any other doulas and had no way to like reach out and figure things out. But I joined a volunteer doula organization that has accepted me, not LA Doula Project, but Joy and Birthing Foundation. Great. Uh, yeah, and so they had this potluck for the volunteer doulas to kind of come together and just discuss, you know, the previous births they've been to, kind of like this call, but in potluck form. Right, <laughs> uh, sure. And in L.A. And um, so I went around and I, I told them, you know, I had recently trained and I have yet to be, go to a birth and that, you know, there was part of me that was pretty nervous about doing it and, and I have a very strong interest in shadowing. And, like, the woman who started the foundation who um, I, is a pretty, I would guess, well renowned doula in LA. Her name is Guadita. Mm-hmm. Um, she's this like 65-year-old Italian woman with purple hair. It's awesome. Um, <laughs> she like immediately jumped in and was like, oh, you should just come t- with me to my next three births. So I'm actually going to three births with her in July. Wow. Um, 
Yeah, so I'm really excited about that. And then she also offered to come to my first volunteer birth for an hour or two to help and answer any questions and kind of guide me through anything that I needed. And in that meeting, I also met other doulas who were in LA. I met some Spanish-speaking doulas. I met a girl that just did her donut training with Finny Birth, and so we exchanged numbers to kind of do some volunteer births together. So that's been really nice because it has been hard for me being far away from all of you guys and not really knowing where to look or what sure. to do or who to con- like communicate with. Um, and then I found out one of my really good friends is pregnant and she's due January 1st. So she has asked me to be her doula. So I guess that's my first client. <laughs> she's wow, a lot has but, turned you know, for you then since Saturday. Yeah, <laughs> yeah right. Um, so, I mean, she's only 10 weeks, so it's going to be a while. But um, that's exciting. Um, and I also am going to sign up with this Joy and Birthing Foundation. They're doing a training for women to be doulas for women in jail. So uh-huh. only 20% of women end up having their babies in jail. Prison is the long term. Most women are out before they give birth. But a new law was passed that made it so women don't have to be shackled during labor and delivery. Um, so they're doing this whole big... Um, training for doulas in LA to be able to go in and help these meet them in jail before they give birth, and then meet them right. at the once they're checked in. So I'm gonna, I really want to do that. Um, and yeah, I, um, I, I, that's that was really kind of a new fuel to the fire because I was, it, it was, it was a struggle for a minute there. Um, I was getting mm-hmm. bored at home, not working, and feeling like I'm not getting anything done, and how am I going to make this happen? But um, finding that sense of community with those women and, and not being, you know, a thousand miles away or 500 miles away um, made it made me excited again because it was getting a little stressful. So, Great. Uh, I, I feel like after I do those three births, I'll be confident to dive in myself. And right. I just, I you know, I just wanted experience to be able to say, you know, I can, I can do this. Um, so I'm really excited to shadow her because she seems really awesome, and she immediately started talking about essential oils, which is something I'm really studying. So I was like, great, yes, I can hone in on that too. And so I have there's a, a due date for July 7th and 15th. Those are first, both first time moms, so those will probably be a little late. And then one the first week of, of um, July, or I'm sorry, the two in June and one in July. Um, and the one in July is a second time mom. So um, I'm super excited about that. So, yeah. That sounds yeah. awesome. So have yeah. you created your own agreements and things like that just for, like, that's, your that's business? That's what I'm working on now, yeah. My brother is a paralegal, so I'm going to have him go over things with me and make sure that, my my wording is is proper and and all of that and Sophie and I a couple months like a few months ago had um had looked at some contract stuff and I just kind of fell off the bandwagon with that because work was getting crazy and now that I can I'm I'm going back through and and making those although the contracts for the organization I have to use theirs um, mm-hmm. but for myself as I try to book clients oh and the yoga studio down the street from me that does prenatal yoga is going to let me put out cards. Oh, good, great. So I can feel I can feel your momentum building. Yeah, yeah. It was it's it's hard being far away from you guys. It's a, it's it's a struggle. Sure. I'm excited for the graceful training. I kind of want to like, you know, meet those women and. Yeah. I, I will definitely ask you to come and talk to everybody um, on the last yeah. day. Yeah. Great. So, who else wants to share with us this evening? Um, I can go, Bethany. Hi, Stephanie. Oh, Bethany, right? Bethany, yeah, Bethany. Bethany. I always hear Stephanie. Sorry, okay. <laughs> Stephanie's not even in this group. <laughs> no. Um, I this last weekend I had my first client, my own client's birth. Yay! Um, which was a 52-hour labor, which ended in a cesarean. Uh-huh. Um, and it was very powerful, and I am very humbled by it, and I'm um, so in love with my clients. Like, I love them so much, and it was 
an amazing experience. Um, so that was cool. Um, and everyone's How healthy, did you do happy. a 51 hours? Um, it was hard, but somehow I, like, totally made it through with minimal sleep. I, like, tried to sleep as much as I could, but it was a really intense, long labor, and mm-hmm. um, she was just, she was just, she was like, please don't leave me. <laughs> and I was like, I'm, I'm here for you. You know, I definitely like went home. I went home. I went and slept in my car and like went, you know, so I definitely did that, but, um, I was definitely there with them a lot more than I was, um, by myself. So, um, mm-hmm. which taught me very much the importance of self-care and just making sure you do get some sleep because, um, those couple hours that I got were very detrimental, so I'm very no, grateful fine. for them. Um, but it was it was amazing, and she was she was amazing and very strong. Um, so that was awesome to witness. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that was that. So that was awesome and amazing. And I recently facilitated a um, Meet the Duel Night here in Sonoma. Oh, um, you did? Yeah. And we did it at the yoga community, and we actually had a really awesome turnout for our first one. Wait, hold on, Bethany. Can everyone else hear that talking? Yeah. Okay, it stopped. Okay. Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> it's okay. Um, and we had a really a really good turnout for the first one, which was awesome. We had, um, it was me, Morgan, Amy, um, Aaron Hedgeman, and then um, swimming Gabrielle and a newer doula um, named Heather who just started. Um, she did like a training at Thrive. Um, and then we birth had center? two moms. Yeah, the Thrive Birth Center. Um and then, which she actually was not very happy with, and she's looking into DTI, by the way. Oh, great. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and then um, and then we had two mamas show up, which one of them ended up booking with me, which was really awesome. That uh, is. That's yeah, great. Yeah, so that was really exciting um, to have her call me just because, I don't know, or email me because I was not, I wasn't expecting it, to be honest. <laughs> right, <laughs> um, right. Because there was a couple of the other ones were much more experienced than I was. And I was, you know, honest that I was a newer doula and, and all that, but I was very passionate about my work and, um, Mm -hmm. and I love what I do. And, um, and she liked that. So, um, I have a meeting with her next week, which I'm excited about. And she's the second, it'll be her second baby. And I'm pretty sure. Oh, wow. Yeah. And they'll be birthing at Sutter, I believe. Um, that's great so you know a second birth will be a little bit different in the sense that things go much faster typically yeah you know i'm hoping yeah (laughs) um and it it will just it'll feel different because moms kind of have already been through it once and a lot of times they know what their needs are and um, you have a past birth experience to kind of help guide you Mm -hmm. um at least with just her emotions and um yeah any you know, anticipated fears can be different. So that'll be really a great experience for you. I'm, yeah, I'm, so I'm happy. really excited about it. Yeah, it was, I was so, I was so nervous for this last birth. I was, I was like, I don't know if I can do this. Like, this is <laughs> so hard. Like, am I really ready for this? Like, I was definitely second guessing myself just because my nerves were taking over. And, mm-hmm. um, I feel very connected to my clients. Like we both, like as soon as we saw each other, we were kind of just like, we're, we're supposed to like know each other. And like, I'm supposed to be your doula. We're supposed to, you know, it was just, it was meant to be. And so that made it a little bit easier going into it, never like experiencing that before and providing that kind of support for someone. So it was, Mm um, it was awesome. And I definitely feel different. (laughs) Um, so that's exciting. It's a very exciting feeling. Um, that's great. Yeah. It's cool. I love how you so, said that. It reminds yeah. me of like losing your virginity or something. You're yeah, like, right? I just feel different. 
<laughs> I do. It was weird because it was like <sighs> I had no sleep, and so then like all of Monday, the baby was born at two o six a.m. on Monday, and I left at like five. I made sure they got settled, and I like came home. And I slept for most of the day, and was just feeling very kind of like cleansed and kind of re reawakened. Is that yeah? Mm-hmm. Reawakened. Sure. And um. And then I got the email that I was, you know, these people wanted to hire me almost like without an interview. So it was just, so it was just like, okay, good things are coming. And like some, I got booked for a bunch of henna things and it was just, so I feel like it's just happening and it was awesome. Mm-hmm. One, thing, one of the things I said, I was like, I feel my age, which is kind of weird to say, but I like have never quite felt my age. Like, I feel like I'm 26 going on 27, as weird as that sounds, but. I feel like I'm growing up with, with this process. It's like helping me grow into like a more of a strong, independent woman who's trying to create a business and is like, I love it and ready for it. So yeah, I'm excited. It's cool. So well done. Yeah. Well done. But definitely still a learning process. So I, I'm still taking a bunch of workshops and getting everywhere I can. So Good, um, good. Yeah, yeah. Well, thanks for sharing. Yeah, thank you for listening. <laughs> um, who else is on the call? Is Morgan here? Yeah, I'm here. Hi, how are you doing? Hi. Oh, I'm doing great. <laughs> um, it's really nice to finally be on my summer break and actually put some energy towards doula stuff because for especially April and May, I just had like no wherewithal at all to give anything to it. And mm-hmm. so now that uh, summer break has happened, I've, um, yeah, I went to that meet the doula night with Bethany and I have, I have my sister's birth that I'm um, doulaing and she's uh, 35 and a half weeks right now, which is really exciting. And then I was just, I think I met so- your sister. Yeah, she mentioned that. She said that she was at the uh, Birth Keeper Summit. And, um, yeah. I'm yeah, so glad that she introduced herself. Yeah. So uh, you're going to her birth? I'm going to her birth, um, which is going to be a home birth, which is really exciting. Um, I am, I'm hired for one in December, and then otherwise I there's one woman that I'm talking to. There's another woman that is um, – We've been kind of sending emails back and forth, and it was going, like, the emails weren't all going through. They weren't being saved. Something was missing in our communication. So I finally just got her phone number today, and she has a scheduled cesarean on June 21st, and she had contacted me through my dad. He, she's in his class at the college, and she's interested in belly binding. It's She's, um, I think it's her second or third, and mm-hmm. I'm curious how I can still... Um, offer to be her doula in the case of a scheduled cesarean um, mm-hmm. because uh, so we're going to meet and um, talk so I would love to have that opportunity and it's on June 21st so it's not very far away and, Great. and then otherwise I'm just putting more time into my reading and research I'm working a lot more with essential oils which is really exciting and um, wanting to bring some doulas together to do that as well Awesome. Well, you know, the thing that comes up when you say going to a scheduled cesarean is to review the family-centered cesarean before a meeting with her. Do you remember the video we watched in the training together? Yeah. Well, I think that's on our our private Facebook page, or you can Google it and find it. Yeah. Um, And so maybe review that before you go, and so you can talk to her about kind of what that could be like and what questions she could ask her provider and getting ready and um, go from there. And, you know, typically when I go to a cesarean that we know is going to happen, I just meet them at the hospital when they go to the hospital. So if they go at 6 a.m., then you meet them there at 6 a.m. so that you can, you know, just be there to support them through the couple of hours they have leading up to the surgery and making sure mom is as calm as possible. If you want to bring your oils to work with her, that would be wonderful. Um, and then I usually stay throughout, obviously, the operation, and then I'm there three to four hours after with them. She'll be in post-op for a couple of hours, and then once she moves on to um, feeling 
more like herself and not so sleepy and into the maternity room, um, that's usually when I'll head out. Okay. Great. Okay. Yeah, and if you want to really have a private call with me before that too, um, of course, just email me and let me know. Okay. Great. Who else wants to share? I'm Ojin. <laughs> Hi. Hi, Ojin. How are you? Good, thanks. How are you guys? <laughs> Great. What's been going on for you? Yeah, um, till now I did attend one birth. Good. Uh, April. Uh, one of my friends, but um, I don't know. It took like uh, her dilation was really quick, and it was her third uh, child, mm-hmm. but was really quick and then her baby was still high up there so hmm. then the doctor said she has she had to do c-section and then finally she had uh, c-section hmm Seven, yeah and did was there ever any clarity afterwards why her baby wasn't dropping like maybe a short cord or something like that I think um I same thing she had a, a second baby happened the second baby it was the dilation was really quick and then she struggled like a um, like a 12 hours like a pushing and then no energy but still baby was not coming out and then finally she had to do c-section and then third one she was trying to do uh the v-back the um right but then the doctor was saying that it was same thing that then later on like she has to do c-section right now so Oh, okay. So I think if I'm understanding correctly, with her second, she had the quick dilation but ended up in a cesarean. For the third, it was a planned cesarean. Uh, it, it wasn't a planned cesarean, but she wants to do natural, but mm-hmm. the, she has to do a cesarean. Right. So did she labor at all, or did she go straight in for a C-section that was scheduled? It, she uh, she stayed in the room, and then it was dilated until 9, and then they would keep checking, and then they, they said the baby is still high up, and then at the end she has to do C-section. Okay, so it was similar to the, to baby number two. Yes, yeah. Mm. That's interesting. The only thing that comes up for me that I can think of yeah. is when we have a cervix that dilates to um, complete you know, yes. it sounds like maybe with her with her second she was complete and with her third almost complete. Um, and we still don't see the baby coming down at all. It could be, you know, the baby could be in a less than optimal position. However, with dilation really rapid, you think that the baby's probably in a good position, right? Because if the head is engaged on the cervix, then you see it dilate more quickly. Um, so the other thing could be that the cord is really short. So no matter how she's pushing, the baby just cannot descend because of a short cord or a cord that's wrapped around the neck a couple of times or the body a couple of times. Um, even if it's long, then obviously it's shorter if it's, um, wrapped. Um, other than that, I'm not sure why, um, that would happen. It doesn't sound like she had like an a large baby, you didn't mention that, so it wasn't that the baby couldn't fit through the pelvis. Uh-huh. Um, so interesting. Well, were you able to be with her for the cesarean? Uh, cesarean, uh, no, because they went uh, inside with her husband and then mm-hmm. left from the hospital. So this and then I, where did I, you go? I I went home. Okay. So yeah, typically I, I, with a cesarean, you would try to stay there so that you could help her in the post-op room and also um, breastfeeding after. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, I offered to, I will stay, but she said, no, she'll be fine. She, her husband is there, so mm-hmm. so there's no work. And then I said, okay. And, so uh, this was your friend, but if it was a client, please stay because... Um, the client really does need you, and what I've seen is when you don't stay, they want their money back oh, um, I, because okay. they just don't feel like they get the support, you know, that they kind of signed up for. Um, but if you can really be there to kind of mother them through the process, and the breastfeeding piece can be a quite a challenge for a mom with a cesarean, um, and uh, that it would be great if you could stay um, afterwards to help with all of the postpartum 
And also, mom can't really get up, right, with the newborn, so she needs you to help her with positioning um, and moving the baby around. Oh, okay. Thank you so much, yeah. You're welcome. Yeah. Have you seen any postpartum clients? Because I know that's something you've already been doing for quite some time. Yes, yeah. I did uh, one family with the um, – it's not in the nighttime, but I had mm-hmm. to do it um, nighttime too. Then uh, I have a friend that uh, – She's doing a triplet, and then they have a, wow. a, a pre premature bone, and then it's like a three how many three ounce three pounds, and it's really small. And then they email, uh, they uh, send me an email, and then maybe I will go to help her to um, uh, postpartum help in the night uh, in the June on June. Okay. So, my real client, but I just want to do the help and then see. Then I will see the uh, like a twins and then the triplets. So they have a, okay. they have triplets, but one has to stay in the hospital. It's really tiny. They said. Right, right. So yeah. are are you supporting them by going back and forth to the hospital or staying at home with the other kids with the family or what does your support look like in that situation? Uh, in the night and helping the little, um, they already had a, a main po- uh, postpartum doula, but mm-hmm. I'm just, I'm going there and then help her and then I'll get a like an experience and then with a two, uh, with a, a like a twins. So okay, okay, yeah, great. Well, thanks for checking in with us, Ojin. Thank you so much. And also, I met Cindy who is a pro bono uh, organization, and mm-hmm. I will on-call doula at uh, Marine General Hospital pretty soon. Oh, great, great. And That'll be really good. And Cindy said and at the um, few times I can go with her, and then, you know, later I can do by myself. So. Mm-hmm. Great. Awesome. Yeah. yeah. Sophie, do you want to go ahead now? Sure, you can. I'm sorry. I'm I'm chewing a bite of my dinner. One second. Oh, sorry. <laughs> okay. All right. Food too. Uh, <laughs> so it's been an exciting week for me. I had a bunch of interviews last week um, coming from referrals from other doulas. Um, most of the doula I chatted, and then actually Julia from Birth Focus. Mm-hmm. And. Yeah, so um, I had all these interviews, and I'm waiting to hear back from one person, but I, uh, basically everyone hired me. I don't know whether this last person will or not, but at this point I don't really care because I feel like finally came together. Like I've been wanting to do this full time and been really taking it so seriously and just wanting so much to have, you know, a full book of clients, and mm-hmm. I've... I've got it, and I'm not, like, ready to stop working or something, but I kind of look at it, and I'm like, okay, like, I'm going to be there for 10 births this summer, and they'll tell, you know, they'll tell their friends, and I'll get someone to write me Yelp reviews, and, you know, all all the wheels will be in motion, so it feels like it's coming together. Um, Perfect. So that is amazing. It is. I'm really thrilled, because it was pretty quiet for, like, six weeks, and so Mm -hmm. I was full of doubt, but I was busy doing stuff with the retreat, so I didn't have a lot of time to sit around and stew in it. So Right. Yeah. Good. I'm glad we could provide that for you, Sophie. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All that Your extra work. was mostly a distraction from my angst. <laughs> not true. Right. Um, <laughs> not true at all. Um, but anyway, yeah, so I'm able to kind of pull away from postpartum work, which I um, which I have kind of learned to enjoy more than I thought that I would initially, but I think that I just love I love, like, the journey of birth and how mm-hmm. and, and just the way that time feels during a birth, the way that I feel during a birth. It's like I feel like I'm in a trance or something when I go to a mm-hmm. birth. It's just amazing. And uh, I don't feel that way with postpartum so much. Right, um, right. Yeah, I'm definitely not trance-like. <laughs> mm-hmm. But anyway... Yeah, so things are going really well, and I'm I'm really excited and just um, hoping that I can keep the momentum going and you know not um, not burn myself out. I've got like six EDDs in uh, 
four week span, I think. So I'm like, wow, that's gonna happen be intense. <laughs> I know, <laughs> but we'll see. Uh, it'll it'll be okay. You know, I don't have kids, so that makes it a right. lot easier. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. you're still young enough, too, that you could probably go without sleep for a while. You know, I've never been super good on non-sleeping, but I I can sleep on the floor okay still, so. Okay, good. Yeah, I'll, I'll cling to that as long as I can. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Thanks for sharing. Who else is on the call that hasn't chimed in yet? I feel like we're missing a couple of folks, which may be the case. Anyone else? Nope. Okay. I'm All right, here. guys. It's oh, Sarah. Who is that? Hi. Sarah. How are you? Hi. I'm okay. I'm hiding. Um, I know you're quiet tonight. <laughs> Shocker. Um, I am. Um, I can give you guys an update. I am. Uh, hello, everyone. I am okay. Um, I have worked out finally the um, postpartum kind of dual doula um, to-do that I talked about the last time we were on the call with this um, uh, other doula um, to support this mama who is due this week, last week, I don't know, beginning of this week. Um, And she's going to go any second. Um, Though when I met with her last week, she was still, she was, the baby was still really high, so she didn't look like. I think both the, both me and the other doula was like were like she's not going to go any earlier than like today. Um, uh, but she and I haven't heard anything from the other doula who is also her birth doula. Um, so I haven't heard anything yet. But as soon as she, um, as soon as the baby comes, we're going to support her for nine weeks. Um, and so this is now going to be like well into August, and it's a four-day-a-week um, kind of um, situation, and we've kind of figured out a way to dance around the family in a manner that seems good for all parties and provides them continuous support, um, and everybody seems in on it and um, ready to remain kind of open and flexible um, to, uh, you know, you know, we have a schedule there, but we also are all kind of have a little bit of wiggle room and, and lots of open communication and um, kind of building a contract that allowed for enough stability for me and the other doula to feel financially secure um, and right. secure in our positions and secure with each other um, and with this family, but also, and for the family to also kind of feel really well um, supported by the two of us. Um, and then, but also kind of allowed for um, some wiggle room um, to make sure that, you know, the manner, if in the manner that we intend to support them is not working out in the first two weeks, we can kind of shift it a little bit in the second two um, was a really interesting kind of thought experiment. Um, and, but I think we've got something and I'll be interested to see how it kind of plays out over the next uh, couple of months. Um, Cause both of us also have, like vacations like built in to the time that they needed us. So that was also a big kind of hurdle um, to kind of overcome and uh, and part of why she, this other doula initially brought me on board. So that was an um, exciting piece to kind of book that and to kind of manage all of that uh, with this other doula and with this family. Um, I also met um, a woman um, who runs an acupuncture practice in my town who I am meeting for coffee sometime uh, between this week and the next. She and I are having trouble locking down a date, but um, we've kind of been in orbit of each other for a while, and we finally were like, okay, we need to meet, actually, and sit down and and hammer this out, because it's like what Bethany was saying. It's one of those people that you're like, we Need, we know each other. Well, this has happened before, and we need to kind of just make this happen further. Um, and uh, she um, is shifting her focus in her practice to fertility support for her clients um, and actually sent me um, is starting to refer me um, kind of just on some of the conversations that she and I have already had 
um, you know, running into each other at Good Earth and here and there in town. Um, but she wants to kind of sit down and talk to me further about maybe kind of pulling me a little bit more into her practice. And she kind of said that, and I want to know a little mm-hmm. bit more about what she means. Um, Great. And she's also kind of her – she wants to move also a little bit more into um, teaching seminars about women's sexuality and fertility and healing and sexual healing and all this kind of stuff that's interesting and kind of jives with some of the things that I think about and have done before and am kind of doing now and things like that. So those are the good things that are happening. Um, There are also some kind of, I'm a little bit in the muck right now um, because I was doing a little kind of download, there's a lot going on in my life, and I was mm-hmm. doing a little bit of a download about kind of how I can sustain this business after after I certify. I mean, getting through certification is, I think, right now my primary goal sure. um, because it's been a year, um, like from now, since I signed up for the uh, mm-hmm. program initially. And so this is like, I'm not not going to certify. Um, but there have been a few moments where I was like, okay, well, what do I do after I certify? Because I'm not actually sure, based on the kind of support I have right now, whether I can actually build a business that is actually going to allow me to support myself or my son or anything like that in any real way. Um, mm-hmm. And that's a real, that's a reality for me right now. Um, and that's really disappointing and really hard. Um, and you think so that's I'm because trying... you were not, you didn't understand like what the income could be starting out or because of support or? Yeah, it's more, it's like I, I really ran the numbers and it's just, I don't have enough hours in the day with childcare. Um, and this is without me even paying for childcare right now. I'm actually being my child care taken care of for me Mm -hmm. right now, but I can't even if I, even if I walked out the door and across the street from where my son is in daycare and went across Mm -hmm. the street and that's where my postpartum client was. And I only did postpartum hours because birth is kind of unlikely right now because of the other uh, pieces of support that are available or support systems that are available to me um, Mm -hmm. right now. Um, If I went across the street and worked only the hours that he was in care, um, I still couldn't make enough at the mm. rate that I'm charging. And I'm charging almost a, like a, like a top rate. Like I'm, I charge $45 an hour because of the childcare experience I come into um, postpartum work with. Um, mm-hmm. So just, you know, and this is not, this doesn't include the, you know, the hustling for clients and the networking right. that's necessary and the contract drafting and all the fun stuff too, you know, which I actually really enjoy. Um, mm-hmm. And the paperwork and the tax filing and, you know, and the getting to and from and, you know, and the building of the network. You know, right now, a lot of the clients that I am finding and the clients that I'm finding I'm easily connected to are in the city, um, which make which is an additional um, uh, milestone. So something's got to give. Um, it might yeah. be that, you know, I've just got to find another child care option for my son, but then that's some, you know, there are, there's something's going to shift. Um, but I've also been thinking about, um, because I don't want to drop this, I don't want to just like get through certification and then shift gears altogether because I've worked too hard to get to this moment and I'm too excited about this road um, to give it up. So I'm, you know, Worst case scenario, I just have to put it down for a second, um, mm-hmm. and then I'm going to pick it back up. But I guess what I've been kind of thinking about doing, or kind of what's been ruminating recently, is um, what are ways either to um, find additional ways to support me and my son so that I can make mm-hmm. this um, a sustaining practice for now as I get it off the ground, or how can I pull other things into mm-hmm. my life right now that don't, you know, don't necessarily allow me to be a practicing doula necessarily, but might allow me to like join this woman's acupuncture practice and mm-hmm. apply some of those skills um, and stay in the holistic community and stay in the world of, you know, birth work and, you know, just kind of keep the momentum going in this world, in this energy. Um, and then when I'm 
kind of in a little bit of a different place and my kid is a little bit older, then go back to birth um, work in the way that I want to do it. Um, sure. I think it's so, great, great yeah. questions. Um, so it's just, I'm kind of sitting on those a little bit. And um, mm-hmm. they've only really come up in the last couple of days as I've been like doing a lot of budgeting and, um, mm-hmm. and things like that. But um, So I have no answers yet, but they're there. Well, I have a question. Did this group, did you guys watch the Rachel Yellen video yet? I can't remember. Okay. Hypnosis? Yeah. Yes. Okay. So the reason she comes up for me is because, you know, she was someone who, for different reasons than you're saying exactly, just couldn't sustain the doula lifestyle. But she still is a doula in in the larger way, right? But one of the things I like about that video is it just really shows how she was able to always tap into who she was and making sure that she was able to keep doing what she loved but to navigate it in a different way, you know? And so that's what I'm kind of hearing from you. It's like this is your passion. The traditional sense of the word doula and charging the going rate um, is not really going to be able to sustain you right now in the place where you are with your son. And as a mom of some children that are just a bit older than yours, it, there is a huge shift in a few years, you know, and yeah. I think you exactly. kind of can see that too, that it, it might come and go, but that there are other ways to integrate it. So one of the things I'm interested to hear and to make sure all of us as a group can kind of be on this path with you is hearing, you know, what this acupuncturist is thinking of doing. And maybe she's going to be opening an office near you and wants to do some kind of collective work, or, you know, you'll come up with an idea of a package you can sell on certain weekdays that is at a higher price point. Um, So I really want to encourage you not to get discouraged of just like, leaving the program or just finishing the program and then having to do something else, but really thinking about like what your fantasy would be and how you can start creating that. Yeah, exactly. I'm also trying to figure out whether there are ways to pull in uh, the other work that I've done previously. I mean, I have this huge background, um, you know, in education and experience in mm-hmm. um, event management and uh, program development and strategic thinking and things like that, that, you know, sometimes can really aid people who are in this world who don't have that. So, you know, I don't mm-hmm. know. I mean, if she's looking to put on all these events, she may not come in with that background. I mean, this is, I'm like hanging all this on this one person who I've had a whole bunch of conversations with. But, right. you know, there may be somebody else out there who is also interested in something like that or moving in that direction. So, right. you know, what first came up is this like, oh, shit, you know, yeah. um, moment is, you know, hopefully uh, in the in the next little bit going to turn into a, oh, you know, this, I might be able to work with this. It's just, mm-hmm. I'm on the approach to that 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 next um uh emotion i just i haven't reached it just yet mm-hmm. yeah but um but yeah i'm not giving up don't worry no you are not going to let you <laughs> <laughs> okay well up, thanks sarah. for checking in and i'm sorry what was that i said don't, don't give, give up sarah, sarah. yeah <laughs> thank you team um, it's just about 7:30 and i want to be mindful of our time is there anyone that is on the call that didn't get to share Okay, I didn't think so. Well, ladies, let's continue the conversation on our Facebook page. And like I said in the beginning, next month we have a recorded call. So I will put that up sooner rather than later just so that you can um, have as much time you need to kind of go through it and also uh, process. And we will discuss it. I, I actually believe off the top of my head that it's the loss video. It is. Oh. Yes. So um, I... I want to actually use some of the next time of our call to discuss that. So um, we will be splitting the following call up in two parts, one to process the loss piece and then um, whatever it is listed. I can't remember. Sorry, I don't have it pulled up. I did earlier. Um, So just keep your eye out for that, and um, I'll see you guys soon on Facebook. Okay. Uh, Yeah, absolutely. Go ahead. Um, do you think you all would ever offer like um, like full spectrum doula training, or can we call ourselves full spectrum at the end of this? 
Like um, in terms of being able to like go with people, you know, like to when there's loss and, and things like that. As far as loss, I would say yes. If you're thinking of like stillbirth, um, the thing that's a little bit confusing about when you use the term full spectrum is I also think about training um, for abortion and that's something we really don't cover. Okay. Um, And the answer to like, would we be creating another training that would cover quote unquote full spectrum? The answer would probably be no, at least in the immediate future. Okay. Um. So I would, I, if you're thinking of wanting to support through the abortion process, you may want additional training. Okay. Okay? Got it. Thank you. All right. Talk to everyone later. Bye-bye. Bye. 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 Thank you. Bye. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Bye.
With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.